Here we are now with another episode of the Andrew Lake Podcast. My name is Dosta, and today I'd like to talk about the song Rap God by yours truly, Marshall Mathers, Eminem. And I came across this when I was trying to find mumble rap, and it came up in my suggestions, because we had that series, Speaking in Tongues, and my my further research into r- mumble rap was a failure. I did not find what I wanted, so no need to go there. <laughs> but as it happened, I did stumble across this song, Rap God, and I had a bit of a watch of the video clip, and I thought, Wow, there's something in this. I was so surprised. It's quite shocking. And this is the thing about what happens when you break through and everything dissolves for you and the whole world opens up. And then you go back. You go back into, in this case, popular culture. But it could be anything. You go back into anything and you see it with a different set of eyes. And in that experience, you see that there is some truth to be told. There is something to be learnt. Now, usually I'm ranting on popular culture. The mainstream, it's trash. It's not going to help you. And in the case of Eminem, well... What can I say about Eminem? He's homophobic. He's misogynistic. He's self-centered. He's overprivileged. He's violent. And he's extremely entertaining. (laughs) So, I don't know if that gets him off the hook. Now, I know he's done these things with Elton John and he's addressed the homophobia. But really, not really. He can't get let off so easily because he is still... Like, when you, when you have that, men, that many people's attention, what is your duty? What is your, what is your job? And of course, he does have these songs like I'm Not Afraid to Take a Stand and things like that. So it's not all dark stuff. And is he... Is he in the limelight because of what he's done and what he's saying, or do we listen to him because of what we want to hear? So there's always an element of backing that with these mega celebrities. But today I just want to look at this one song, this one video clip for Rap God. And I'm particularly interested in this video clip because it's an example of multidimensional experiencing. And this is something I'm always going on about. Multi-perspectival. Many angles, ins and outs, complexes. And really, we can ask ourselves this question. What does it mean to be a god? And this song is called Rap God. And in some senses, well, Eminem is a rap god. By every measure, he is the, the, the god of rap. But if we ask ourselves us, 
if we ask ourselves that question personally and what it means more broadly for our life and we take it away from the popular culture context and we try and get a little bit deeper, then I think we can find there are insights in this video clip that we can learn from. Now, the difference is between learning something true and opening your perspective and then going back to popular culture to see that it does have truth in it. The difference between that and looking at popular culture to find truth is that you've got it back to front. It's not the case that people are watching this Rap God video clip and then thinking, oh, now I have to be a cultural sponge. Oh, I have to learn lots. Oh, I have to improve my being so that I have multi-perspectival experiencing. It's not clear, it's not obvious that the message of this video is to become multidimensional. Now, as for stages of development in consciousness or psychological developmental models, M&M is, is somewhere around the red meme, which is the meme of passion. And really all rap music, this gangster rap and this egocentric sort of full of yourself rapping about yourself, rapping about your life story and this aggression, the aggression, the testosterone and the anger, that's very much red meme. It's all about the emotions. It's all about the personal. And that's, that's the nature of rap. It's not to say that that's bad. I'm not saying that the rappers should stop rapping about themselves because then we wouldn't have rap. <laughs> it is what it is, but it's, it's to understand what it is. Now, you'd think in Eminem's case, in the day and age that we're living, he'd be more on the orange side which is the success meme, which is the hard work, the entrepreneur, the rationalist, the businessman. And he's probably got a bit of that. He's probably got quite a lot of that. He is the, the businessman side. And what we can say about this man, we can, only, we can only surmise so much. But really, broadly speaking, rap is stage red on your spiral dynamics model. And the age we're in now is the age of orange, generally speaking. We're merging into green. But this video clip of Rap God, it actually shows a sort of cartoon version of stage yellow. And stage yellow is the first second tier stage. It's the, it's the multidimensional stage. It's when multiple perspectives come up. So... Take a look at this video clip. Let's, let's talk through it. It starts out with just the talking head. And in the background, we've got red, blue, and yellow. Now, there's a significance to those colors, which is that they're primary colors. It's very basic. And then they change into green and orange later throughout the video, which are secondary colors. But the reason they use these colors is it's the... It's the comic book basic, very simple version. It's the, it's the fundamentals. And he's there and he's talking. And what do you notice? It's actually not his voice. Eminem's mouth is moving. He's pulling his funny faces. You know it's Eminem, but it's the sample. 
It's not his voice. And there is one of the keys to cultural consuming or consuming culture, consuming the other, understanding the other. And that, and well, Eminem does it through his voice, but we can do it in many ways. And it is to copy. It's to mimic. It's to parrot. It's to be as much like something else as you can. And he does this with his voice, and that's why he has so many different voices. And this is the recurring staple of this multidimensional video clip, which is it keeps coming up, and there are all these different voices from all these different places. Like, for example, when he's referencing the influences that he has, the Busta Rhyme and the Tupac and the WA and the Cube and the Shiaz. I don't know all the names of the, the rappers. But you can see that when he's saying, he says those words, he says that quote, and then on the screen comes up a picture of those rappers saying those words. And it's not exact, it's just close enough that we get the picture. So we have this talking head with these fundamental colors, and he's copying someone else's words. And then after a few seconds, the camera pans out. And this is the classic postmodern trick. It's an immediate recontextualization so that the screen we are watching then changes into multiple screens. So that one voice then expands out and there are multiple screens and they're all off initially and then they turn on. And some of them have the same thing for multiple amounts so that it's an expansion. And then we see the shot slowly moving forward along the ground following some cables. And then we see a cutaway of Eminem in this empty warehouse rapping the song. So we have this version of Eminem, which is basic, fundamental, like the comic book. And then we have the cutaway of Eminem by himself in the warehouse. So there's two Eminems. And that's the real Eminem, or at least it appears to be that way. And then as we move forwards and there's cables and there's this chair, it's revealed that there's another Eminem, which is in this chair and he's plugged into the Matrix. And then we see what's going on. We see these cameras now, that's another thing of the postmodern trick of the camera filming a camera. When you have a f camera filming a camera, that's, that's a postmodern trick. And they're, 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 it comes up in so many different ways. It's, so, it, it's such a widely used thing. That, so it, it, another, one, another way of doing it is breaking the fourth wall. So when someone addresses the camera, when he looks into the camera, in, and this is more seen in... in feature films. The technique of breaking the fourth wall is more of a feature film sort of thing because here it's a performance piece. So it's not exactly breaking the fourth wall when he's looking into the camera, but you get a sense of that. But what's going on? We see these cameras and they're on these conveyor belts which go up and down and side to side 
And there's multiple amounts of them. There's multiple cameras all around the room. And they're going across these shelves. And on the shelves, we have books. We have records. We have comics. We have CDs, albums. We have vinyls, records of all sorts. And they're all sucking it up. They're going around, zooming it up. And they're going along the cables and into M&M. And we're still having cutaways of the fundamental M&M, the real M&M in the empty warehouse, and the M&M that's in this chair. Now that is a perfect example. It's a perfect comic strip kind of... It's a cartoon version of the multidimensional being. And that's really what we want to be like. And I say we want to be like that in terms of the structure, not in terms of the content. So that's important to understand. That's really important to understand that difference. There are more cutaways and there are more inserts and there are more cultural references that come up because he then has shots of him in the where in another warehouse where he's rapping in the rap battle and there's lots of people so there's not only Eminem by himself in an empty warehouse but there's also the Eminem in the crowd and they're showing that they're keeping that separate it's different they're different Eminems and there's also these ones where he's going through the portal and there's that computer game, which is the little the little man on the 2D screen goes into the portal. And then the next shot is Eminem coming out of the portal. And that's to say that he's gone into the fundamental or the basic or the 2D. And then he comes out and he's real. So there's a lot of different things which, which come up. And they're all merging together and they're all spliced together. And the climax of the song, and, and even within each of these little things, they, they develop. So the, the crowd develops and then the 2D colors of the red, the yellow and the blue, that turns into this 3D merging sort of computer graphics which becomes more and more complex so each of the parts become more complex as it goes on and then they merge together the climax is when they they come together and the M&M that's in the chair that's sucking in all the culture and really just putting it all together he breaks free and then he destroys all the culture it becomes this tornado swirling around him and all the CDs come off the shelves and the, 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 the TVs smash and he's flying into the air and it's this big thing and that's the birth into beyond culture and that's when he becomes a god. That's when he's levitating. So he's not only gone from a 2D cartoon version to a real version but now he's He's evolved. He's gone from the real version to the God. And he's levitating off the ground, off the floor. 
So what's it like to be like that? How do we be like that? And the simple answer is to, well, consume a lot. Consume a lot of information. Be knowledgeable. Now, in the case of Eminem, in the case of Eminem, he's a rap god. He's not a god. And a rap god is still only a very narrow experience. Well, it's hard to say. I mean, we're all we're all infinite in our own way. Consider this, he's using cultural references to make his rap music, but imagine if he was not only using it just for his rap music, but for his being and for his experience of reality. And then we say that instead of comic books and rap albums on these shelves where the cameras are filming lots, what if we put say, philosophy books or psychology books or breathing techniques or meditation techniques or therapy techniques or experiential emotional techniques. And then on another shelf, we can have history. We can have literature. We can have other languages. We can have other cultures. Now, in that, in that image is the difference between structure and content. You need to have a certain amount of content before you can discover certain structures. That's, that's a must. So you're pretty safe with having the attitude of, I need to consume as much as possible. But at a certain point, you do need to be clear about what your content is. What quality of culture you are consuming. And if it's popular culture, if it's comic books, if it's trashy novels, if you're singing about presidents that, that are just getting their, their dick sucked, if that's what you're interested in, it's not going to help you to be open in a multidimensional way, which is aligned with your full potential, with your full abilities. So if we ask ourselves again, with all this in mind, what are the qualities of a god? And then we say, being a god can be our structure. And how can we populate that with different content? And if we say, well, Eminem is a rap god, we can say, well, what are his qualities? Well, he understands the history. He has multiple ways of being. He can be one thing in the empty warehouse. He can be another thing in the rap battle crowd. He can be another thing in the comic book fundamental TV screen. So he can f form and morph into multiple versions of himself. He's prolific. He's untouchable. You can't beat him. 
His skill is undeniable. His ability is undeniable. Like when you listen to this song, you think, wow, he's so fast. And there's so many lyrics, there's so many words. So being untouchable is a quality of God. You can't mess with him. You can't start beef with him. There's no way that you can, there's just, it's just don't go, just don't go there. It's that simple, really. So if we were to have that, these, these attitudes, these qualities in us, well, what does it mean to be multiple things in multiple contexts? Can you be in multiple contexts? Can you be in different situations and thrive in them? And what about understanding the history? Do you, do you know your own personal history? Do you know your influences as clearly as Eminem knows his rap influences? Eminem is very respectful to his influences, and that's why he puts them into his lyrics. This is why he has them. This is why he mentions them. And he's very comfortable to say these were the artists that shaped me and inspired me. And I won't forget that. How would you say, who would the people in your life that would say that, not just about your rap music, but your, as a person, as a person, you can say this person made me the man or the woman that I am today. And you regularly acknowledge that. And is what you are undeniable? Is it? Is and it's not just skill. I'm not just talking about skill. In the case of Eminem, it's rap skills, because he's a rap god. But for you and me, let's think bigger than that. Let's think. What is it to? What is it in you that's undeniable that no one can touch? Where it doesn't matter what anyone says, you're going to be saying. No, it doesn't matter. I've got nothing to prove in that regard. This is how I am. And nothing you can say, no argument, no comment, it's all going to be ricocheting off me. And what is it that makes you feel superhuman? Now, in the case of Eminem, it's this aggression. It's a staunch testosterone. It's the red meme. It's the passion. And there is something very powerful in passion. There is something very strong in the red, red meme. Red is a very important stage of development. But it's not always the case that passion is the thing that makes you feel superhuman. It might be your peace. It might be your relaxation. It might be your silence, your quietness. It might be your awe, your sense of beauty. It might be your sense of feeling small in this giant cosmos. So this idea of the superhuman 
being someone who is standing on a stage with all this attention around them and yelling and speaking very fast and doing this elaborate show, that's only one version of the superhuman. Just like the rap God is only one version of the God. So I'm going to read the lyrics to finish. And my question to Eminem is, why be a rap god when you can be a god? And I'd like to know what he thinks about existential philosophy (laughs) and developmental psychology. (laughs) Somehow I don't think that conversation's going to go very far. (laughs) So it's... I get this feeling, like I, I embody the, the passion when I say these words. The words are so loaded that my, my blood pressure changes, my breathing changes. So I've had a bit of a, a, a read through of these lyrics and I've listened to the song a couple of times. So this will be, <laughs> this will be pretty entertaining to hear the, the rap god version by, by Dosta. <laughs> And I'm not going to put a beat behind it. I haven't got time for that. I mean, I wouldn't know how to do that anyway. So <laughs> if someone wants to do that, if someone's listening and I and there's enough cuts in there to, to make it fit, I don't think it'll fit because I'm just going to be sort of reading it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, someone can do that, but I haven't got time for that and I wouldn't know how. So here we go. This is... Rap God by Eminem. And I swear, once this is done, this will be the last popular culture that we do. Well, I can't say it'll be the last popular culture that we do on this channel, but we're coming up with we're coming up with more deep stuff. And it it's hard to dig the depth out of something that's in mainstream culture, but it is there. That that is my main insight for today. That is the that is the shock that there is depth in the mainstream even though it's not necessarily so apparent it might not be apparent to the masses which is why i'm pointing it out okay so here we go this is rap god by eminem as covered by dosta i sincerely hope you enjoy (laughs) one take Look, I was going to go easy on you and not to hurt your feelings, but I'm only going to get this one chance. Something's wrong. I can feel it. Six minutes. Six minutes, Slim Shady, you're on. Just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. And if that means what I think it means, we're in trouble. Big trouble. And if he is as bananas as you say... I'm not taking any chances. 
You were just what the doctor ordered. I'm beginning to feel like a rap god, rap god. All my people from the front to the back not. Now who thinks their arms are long enough to slap box, slap box? They say I rap like a robot, so call me rap bot. But for me to rap like a computer must be in my jeans. I got a laptop in my back pocket. My head pen will go off when I half cock. It got a fat knock from that rap prophet. Made a living and a killing off it ever since Bill Clinton was in, still in office. With Monica Lewinsky feeling on his nutsack, I'm an MC still as honest. But as rude and as indecent as all hell syllables, kill them all with this stickity gibbity hip hop you don't really want to get in a pissing match with this rabbity brat cracking a mac in the back of the act back back rap crap yap yakity yak into the sack same time i attempt these lyrical acrobat stunts i'll be practicing that i'll be sti- still able to break a motherfucking table over the back of a couple of faggots and crack it into half only realized it was ironic i was signed to after a math after the fact how could i not blow all i do is bo- drop f-bombs feel my wrath of attack rappers are having a rough time period it's here's a maxi pad it's actually disastrously bad for the whack while I'm massively constructing this masterpiece as I'm beginning to feel like a rap god, rap god. All my people from the front to the back nod, back nod. Now who thinks their arms are long enough to slap box? Let me show you maintaining this shit ain't that hard, that hard. Everybody wants the key and the secret to rap immortality like I have got. I'll be truthful of blueprints, simply rage and youthful exuberance. Everybody loves to root for a nuisance. Hit the earth like an asteroid did nothing but shoot for the moon since... Pew! MCs get taken to school with this music, cause I use it as a vehicle to bust a rhyme. Now I lead a school full of new students. Me, I'm a proud product of Rakim, Lakim, Shabiz, Tupakin, W.A. Cube, Hey Rock, Ren, Hell, Yella, Easy, Thank You, They Got Slim. Inspired enough to one day grow up, blow up, and be in a position to meet Rum DMC and induct them into the motherfucking roll, rock and roll hall of fame. Even though I walk in the church in Boston, of Earl of Flames, only hall of flame I'm being inducted in is the alcohol of flame on the wall of shame. You fags think it's all a game. Till I walk a flock of flames off of planking. Tell me what in the fuck are you thinking? Little gay looking boy. So gay I can barely say it with a straight face looking boy. You witness and amass and cur. You watching like a church gathering take place looking boy. Oh, vey, that boy's gay. They, that's all they say looking boy. You get a thumbs up, pat on the back and a way to go from your label every day looking boy. Hey looking boy, what you say looking boy? I get a hell yeah from Dre looking boy. I'm a work for everything I have. Never have nobody for shit got out of my face looking boy. Basically boy, you're never gonna be capable to keeping up with the same pace looking boy. Cause I'm beginning to feel like a rap god, rap god. All my people from the front to the back nod, back nod. The way I'm racing around the track, call me NASCAR, NASCAR. Dale and Hawk of the trailer park, white trash god. Kneel before generals are this planet's krypton. No Asgard, Asgard. So you be Thor and I'll be Odin. You Rodin, I'm omnipotent. Let off, then I'm reloading immediately with these bombs I'm toting. And I should not be woken. I'm the walking dead, but I'm just a talking head, a zombie floating. I got your mom deep throatin', but I'm out of my ramen noodle. We have nothing in common, poodle. My doberman pinch yourself in the arm and pay homage, pupil. It's me, my honesty's brutal, but it's honestly futile if I don't utilize what I do, though, for at least once in a while. So I want to make sure somewhere in this chicken scr- scratch I scribble, I'll doodle enough rhymes to maybe help try and get people some. Enough rhymes to maybe try and get. <laughs> it's a tricky one. Enough rhymes to maybe try to help get some people through tough times, but I gotta keep a few punchlines just in case, cause even you unsigned rappers are looking at me hungry like it's lunchtime. I know there was a once. 
there was a time once when I was the king of the underground, but I still rap like I'm a feral munch grind. So I crunch rhymes, but sometimes when you combine with the peel of the skin color of mine, you get too big and here they come trying to censor you like that one line I said on back from the Mathers LP, the one where I tried to say I'll take seven kids from Columbine, put them all in a line at an AK-47 or Revolver or 9, see if I get away with it now that I ain't as big as I was. But I'm morphing into an immortal coming through the portal, you're stuck in a time warp from 2004 though, and I don't know what the fuck you ram for though, you're pointless as Rapunzel with fucking cornrows, right fucking normal, fuck being normal. And I just bought a new ray gun from the future just to come and shoot you, like when Fabulous made Ray J mad, cause Fab said he looked like a faggot, may wear this pad, singing meant to a man on the piano, while they played their piano, man oh man, that was a 24-7 special on the cable channel. So Ray J went straight to the radio station the very next day, said, hey Fab, I'ma kill you. Lyrics coming at you with some exomic speed like JJ Fab. Uh, Sama Lama Dama Lama, you assuming I'm a human, what I gotta do to get it through to you, I'm superhuman, innovating, animator, rubber, so that anything you say is ricocheting off me and I glue it to your arm, devastating more than ever, demonstrating how to give a motherfucking audience a feeling like it's levitating, never fading, I don't know the haters are forever waiting for the day that they can say I fell off there with you celebrating, cause I know the way to get them motivated, I make elevator music, you make elevator music, oh, he's too mainstream, well, that's what they do and they get jealous, they confuse it, it's not hip-hop, it's pop, cause I found a hell of a way to fuse it, with rock, with shock rap, with dark, throw and lose yourself and make them lose it, I don't know how to make songs like that. I don't know what words to use. Let me know when it occurs to you while I'm rapping any of these verses diverses you. It's courteously I'm inverted and hurting you. How many verses I gotta murder dude and prove that if half as nice as you, you could sacrifice virgins to? Uh, school flunky. Peel junky. But look at the accolades my skills brung me. Full of myself but still hungry. I blew myself cause I make me do what I put my mind to. And I'm a million leagues above you. Ill when I speak in tongues. But I'm still chunks tongue in cheek. Fuck you. I'm drunk, so state and take the fucking wheel. I'm asleep in the front seat, bumping heavy D in the boys, still chunky but funky. And in my head there's something I can feel tuggling and struggling. Uh, angels fight with devils and here's one th- what they want from me. They're asking me to eliminate some of the women hate, but if you take into consideration the bit of hatred I have, then you may be a little patient and more sympathetic to the situation and understand the discrimination. But fuck it. Life's handing you lemons, so make lemonade then. But if I can't batter the women... How the fuck am I supposed to bake them a cake then? Don't mistake it for Satan. It's a fatal mistake if you think I need to be overseas and take a vacation to trip abroad and make a fall on a face. Don't be a retard. Be a king? Think not. Why be a king when you can be a god?